0: Hello, friend. Welcome to Almost Cancelled, everyone. I'm Peter, that is Connor, and we are, of course, going to talk about Mr. Robot Season 3, Episode 3. It's called EPS3.2 underscore Legacy.so. So, full spoilers for the episode. And this was, for everyone who was annoyed that Season 2 was uh, very vague about a lot of things, here's all the answers to all those things. Here's <laughs> here's Everything makes sense now. Right, stop uh, complaining. I, I, I think <laughs> this
1: episode is Season 2 Redux.
0: It kind of has. This was, this was Tyrell. This was everything Tyrell was doing over the course of Season 2. And it fed into a few other little things as it went along, but that was basically the gist of it. Uh, which is probably why this might not be as meaty a conversation as usual, because it was actually probably the most straightforward episode that Mr. Robot's ever had.
1: Yeah, I was thinking that as well. I was going, I was, going, it was definitely the most straightforward episode in a while. And I was like, probably ever, because it's just one plot, one, one character, one plot. that's
0: it. And it's there's not a whole lot that begs more questions. There there is I think some very interesting character stuff that we'll talk about, but in terms of like actual plot and things happening, it's mostly answering things, and it's mostly answering things
1: that we more or less had kind of guessed or figured out. Yeah, yeah. it was just just confirmation of a few things here or there. Yeah, some some like interesting little tidbits, but nothing what, major, I don't think.
0: Which is why I think out of the three episodes so far, I'd probably say this one's the weakest. Not because I think it's bad. But I think just in terms of in- making me intrigued, it's the one that does that the least
1: because for the most part it is just kind of like... It's, it's, it's crossing some T's and dotting some I's and like... I agree. It's one I think that will pay off in the future once you know we properly get to see Elliot and Tyrell like, you know, working together and doing things together. Uh,
0: well, I think actually... I'd, I, I mean, I agree with that, but I, I think I would have went the other way. I would have said it pays off in retrospect because season two
1: watching that now, no, yeah, it's filled
0: in a, a, a lot of blanks here or there that kind it of... It does,
1: but I mean, I'll enjoy their relationship more going forward after this. Well, like I said, that's the thing, the
0: character stuff. Like, it's not yeah. the plot, it's the character stuff, it's how he... It's Tyrell's feelings towards Elliot that is the most interesting part of this episode. It was what I was, you know, getting me excited yeah. and what I was, like, thinking about and commenting on as I, in my head as I was watching it.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Uh, so, with that said, we've got our notes, we're going to dive in and we're going to go through this. Uh, and we'll, we'll talk about it so it starts off and it's funny actually i was kind of laughing at the start of this episode because so in the second last episode of season one we ended on this cliffhanger at the arcade with i mean you the gun was in the popcorn because i remember at the time talking about oh, the gun's in the popcorn we, we know we, the gun's it's, there
1: it's, we know it's there and we've been waiting forever
0: and then the finale like skipped like three days and Elliot woke up in the car and was like, oh, what's, what's going on? Everything's all...
1: And we spent all of season two going, did he shoot him with the gun?
0: Yeah, what, what was happening all that time and we were like, you know, what happened on that night? Uh, and they never really got to it and then, uh, we just started this episode. Okay, here's what happened. We're starting it's there. Like, it's like, all right, look, you, you want it, fine, here you go. Here's the story of Tyrell, what happened that night and everything that happened since then. So, um, so basically, they they did the hack and Mister Robot like it was actually Elliot at first, but then when he goes and gets the gun, like the camera like pans round and it's Mister Robot holding it, and it's him that's taken over, and he's got Tyrell at gunpoint, and Tyrell kind of begs for his life, and Mister Robot pulls the trigger. Yes, Mister Robot pulls the trigger and the gun jams. So, so Tyrrell's all like, "Don't you see? Don't you see, Elliot? This is a sign. This is divine intervention. We we are gods now. We are we are here to see this plan through." Yeah, it's like you you can't hurt me anymore. Yeah, and he's so sure about it that he he feels like he's not convincing him. He gets down on his knees and puts the gun right to his head and says, "Pull the trigger again, and we'll we'll see what happens." And that's when Mister Robot you know, eventually pulls away and is like, "Okay, maybe you're just the right kind of crazy that can protect me from me." That is that was the line. I, this whole thing with the gunshot, though. I want to just bring up just something here. So we've been talking about alternate universes, and we've been talking about quantum computers and things like that. I feel like this is a very particular because obviously it's every decision makes like you know there's, there's branching and there's like, other universes where the, the alternate thing happened. But I, I can't help but feel like a gun jamming is such a, you know, a rare occurrence. Like you know, if you're gonna get shot. Chances are the bullet's gonna fire and you're gonna die, right? Yeah, with
1: a with a modern gun, definitely. Yeah.
0: So I feel like the idea that there's thousands and thousands of universes where that gun went off and Tyrell's dead. But this is the one, the one we we're in, is the one yeah. where it jammed and he's still here.
1: Yeah. And and don't forget the other ones where it did jam, he will have taken that second shot.
0: Oh yeah, maybe. well yeah. I was even thinking there was like, I'm, I mean, there probably was other ones where it jammed and then it went differently. But I, I just like, and in the sense of that one moment, it just yeah, where, no, where it's it branched there. That's a big pivot point, isn't it? Yeah, where this is the one universe where he did not die at that moment, and then yeah, yeah. Obviously, when the second gunshot would make a came, that's like another point after that. But yeah, on that one point, I, I just I find that fascinating. Uh, just because we're thinking that way now, but um, yeah, so. Yeah, he, he talks a lot of things. Tyrell's saying, oh, we're gods, uh, I felt something between us the, the first time we met. Uh, this uncanny bond. So, basically, I'm going to spoil uh, my my interpretation of this entire episode. It is the sweet, sweet love story.
1: I, I don't think I'd say sweet, I'd say unrequited.
0: Oh, oh yeah, unrequited, yeah. I, 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 the reason why I say sweet is because there's times in this episode when Tyrell gets happy and excited that he's going to see Elliot.
1: He's very, very tender, isn't
0: he? That I'm like, this is adorable, he's in love with them. Yeah uh yeah. that, that was kind of like I mean, the, was he, he
1: even says it to mr robot and 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 you know he's like yeah you know something's about left unsaid we can get it from subtext
0: yeah i thought that was a very meta comment actually he's I like uh, there's oh yeah sometimes just the, sus- the subtext pal that's something it, it,
1: it kind of felt like as we're going look you know we got all of this episode already you you already know all this from subtext but fine we'll say it
0: <laughs> kind of yeah that, that, was, that, that was kind of it um so, so you got that, you got all that going. Uh, and then that's when Irving ends up showing up. We see Irving outside. And we've, obviously, it was hinted at before that he was involved in things before we've seen him. Uh, but this was like not all of season two. He showed up here now. Dark Army sent him to deal with this. Uh, and he comes in with these goons and he's like, hey. Uh, and, you know, Terrell thinks about going for the gun and he's like, yeah, I wouldn't I, do I that. love
1: the goons in the masks. they just Every time something happens, there's just like guns straight up. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's why by are like, goons, because that's just all they know. Yeah, yeah, but they have some comical moments later as well, just with the masks.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, they, they confirm a b- bunch of things, they confirm, I mean, even though we kind of figured that Gideon was killed because of what he was doing and he was, like, talking and you know, that kind of thing, they, he heavily implies here, yeah, he Gideon was killed. Told the FBI. Yeah, he was talking, so, that's it. Yeah. That's, that's, that's done, he's dead. Um, so what what I thought was interesting about this, um, obviously it linked into the season one finale with the car and he told he tells Mister Robot to go and dispose of it and whatnot. But what I thought was interesting about this scene is eventually uh, Mister Robot says, "Oh, you should go." And I, I was thinking, does Tyrell agree with this? Like, does he? Because you know the whole scene is just sort of standing there scared and it's kind of this confrontational moment. But he eventually agrees and goes well and, like after Mister Robot says that. And I I was just wondering like does he only agree out of loyalty to Elliot? Is that why he agrees? Because he says, yeah. you should go, is that why he actually gives in? Because it's not so much that he's worried about getting into trouble himself, because they mention, are oh, you going to be a wanted man, there's going to be a manhunt, there's going to be all this, but it's more out of Elliot, it's just what will may happen to him if he doesn't. Is that no, why agree, he goes? No, I agree, because there's
1: the moment where Elliot kind of starts saying, he goes, you know, no one's going anywhere, mm. and Ed Terrell kind of steps back, he's like, yeah, I'm not going anywhere, almost.
0: Yeah, yeah, and then it changes once Mr. Robot's chin changes. Because yeah. Mr. Robot, of course, is smart enough to actually kind of analyse the situation and go, okay, what are the avenues that we can actually take here? Yeah. Uh, fighting kind back. Of, kind of his thing. But yeah, it doesn't seem to be the, the option. Uh, so we get this driving scene to a farmhouse as the credits play. Very The Shining, actually. This, this Oh, old, this yeah,
1: it's, it's gorgeous old though, old isn't it? And, yeah. Uh, synth music playing. All this I thought it was really interesting. Have have, have we ever seen the credits roll like that before? Because usually it just kind of pops up in you know it's a big bold statement. I don't think so. But, I mean, again, it's been you know, it's tw- been a while, but it kind of stood out to me as like it's definitely out of the ordinary at least. Oh yeah, normally it just appears. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, and one occasion it was just the sign above the shop. It didn't actually. Come uh, on yeah. 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 Uh, that was the back in the the flashback episode. Uh, so. uh, Another thing, uh, Tyrell. It confirms here because he, uh, Irving brings it up. If you need to contact your, wife, if you really need to contact Joanna, we can arrange that. And he's like, "No, that's a bad idea." So even though we knew that most of the contact that we, she thought she was getting was from uh, what's his face Knowles, this at least confirmed one hundred percent. Not one of them. Not one was Tyrell. So again, yeah, just-
1: and also it's another statement of his his relationship with Elliot in the sense that. He's constantly asking for Elliot. He's constantly trying to talk to him. We uh, see you know the what? phone call.
0: The very, very well, you're skipping ahead there. But the very f- next thing I noted down was just the quotation. What about Elliot? Because he asks within yeah. like minutes. What about Elliot? Why is he not here? And that's a recurring the theme. Uh, I'll mention as we go. Uh, a quick shot of Elliot getting arrested. Uh, back, you know, sort of leading into the start of season two.
1: Yeah, and uh, then comes one of maybe the the only non tyrell bits.
0: Yeah, it, it was kind of funny because it kind of um, there's kind of a scene later on as well. Uh, even though Irving's in it, it's kind of still separate from Tyrell. It's basically just these other little things, these all little you know patching in little all explanations. Bits of tissue. Yeah. yeah, for stuff that we saw last season. Uh, we see Zhang uh, at his home, and we see him with his, his second in command, who he's pissed at because he's not bothered to learn English yet. Yes, yeah,
1: which we've seen is still a problem.
0: Yeah, so that's that's interesting. Uh, and he's just talking about arranging for Elliot to be released and they're they're, they're uh, the guy's like is, is, is he worth it? Is he, I mean he's crazy right? And he's like did you not hear my order? Or is he, you know, he just pulls rank essentially as soon as he yeah. starts to question it. It's like, uh, don't, don't
1: question this, just do it.
0: But uh, he does say, okay, what was he arrested for? You know, What, what did he steal? And he's like, uh, the victim's dog. And then, then in English, uh, flippy or whatever it was or floppy. Yeah, flipper. Flipper, that was it. Yeah, flipper. And Zhang's just amused by this. He's like, ah, that Elliot. Yeah, he's like,
1: oh, okay, I like this guy's style. Yeah, he's watching Trump on TV. Which which is amusing because I, I wrote down, oh, another Trump bit at that point when you, when you see it on the TV because obviously we had the bit yeah, in the first Yeah, but then it becomes episode. a lot more relevant in like a minute. Mm, yep. It yep. actually becomes a talking point. It's not just like in the
0: background. Uh, so it's, it's the guy from the talk show, the, the host that we've seen uh, coming up yeah. you know, throughout the last couple of seasons. Joanna was on the, the show last week. And uh, we find out that he's actually working for the Dark Army. Zang, like gives him a, a series of instructions. He's like, oh, you have to... The exact phrase he uses is image rehabilitation for Tyrell. He wants the public yeah. to be on his side.
1: And uh, one of the things I, I thought was great is the, the talk show host, he mentions, oh, is, is Obama against this guy? Because, you know, it's like, okay, if, if Obama's against it, people love to defend it. And obviously last season we had that edited clip of Obama, uh, yeah. you know, going against Tyrell. Yeah, so I thought that, that was a real nice touch.
0: That linked up quite well. Uh, it, it also says, "Oh, I want F society to appear as if they've come from Iran." You know, yeah, uh, and you know, it's a very simple conversation. He gets kind of racist. Like, oh, it's brown enough. Yeah, that'll fly. Like people will buy yeah. that. Um,
1: uh, I also noted as well, uh, Zhang as well as Rose is very much into time. Because, you know, the guy gets here and he's like, right, you've got, you're have got, you going back to New York in 22 minutes. He's very specific. Oh, sure,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's maybe because he's juggling two personalities. He wants to make sure both have adequate yeah, time, yeah. I think, maybe. I, I
1: just thought it was a, maybe, because it's always been something we've associated with White Rose specifically. Yeah. But I thought this was uh, notable.
0: Yeah. Uh, and his final request, oh, it's just as he's leaving, he's like, oh, by the way, I may have a candidate I want you to, I want you to support for the next president. And he just sort of looks over at the TV and like, the guy turns was and is like, you can't be
1: serious. No, it's he. he you know, he, in this show, Trump is literally just a laughing stock. Like he's a buffoon. this guy calls him a buffoon. He's word, like, yeah. yeah, he's like, yeah, but I wanted to be a puppet.
0: Like, How would you even control him? He doesn't even like. He's a. He's an idiot. He's like, well, if you pull the right strings, you can control anyone. And I'm like, and it's just the idea that this is a foreign power uh, dictating yeah. who's going to be president. You know, it's not subtle, but I'll. You know,
1: it's not. It's not. And I know some people have actually already kind of questioned Esmail about oh really why, why, why is this such a big thing and he, he actually said uh, that it's too big a topic to ignore and he felt that if he didn't address it he would be criminally negligent I'm okay with that reasoning yeah
0: I'm me okay too. with it yeah uh, so uh, besides it's like what 20 seconds 30 seconds of discussion yeah like, no I know it's whatever um, so we're back to the farmhouse um <laughs> Uh, we have a Mr. Williams is there to talk to Tyrell. I don't know down his name. Uh, Me too. I don't know. I, I, can't, I don't know the actor's name, but he's an actor who's popped up and like I knew who he was as soon as I see. Like uh, his voice is very specific. It's his
1: voice. Yeah, I, I
0: recognize him as well. I'm sure he does a lot of voice work uh, on top of being an actor, but I've definitely seen him in stuff as well. Yeah. Uh, but he's there to basically talk to Tyrell, and I know down, He mentions that he brought a specific type of tea, it's a Swedish tea. Which, by the yes. way, it's not the first time I've heard a reference to him being Swedish. Uh, Irving, when he first like spoke to him, uh, referenced uh, Swedish fish at one point.
1: Yeah, and it, and when he's about to go into the the building, he's like, oh, have you, you know, have you met the Swede yet?" Yeah, and yeah. Into the amusement park. Uh, uh, it's it's all about it. So this guy is taking
0: cocaine uh, just sort of as he as he goes along. Yeah, frequently. every so often. And he's basically there to confirm the loyalty of Tyrell. He's there to question. Uh, and I thought what was interesting about this is it reminded me a lot of Angela's scene uh, towards the end of season two, where she was mm. taken to a location and she was questioned. And we talked about at the time how the little girl who sort of went in first kind of represented maybe her as a child. If not, And we, we went a bit crazy and said, oh, maybe she's really little
1: Angela from fair, time travel. Sin- since then, I've seen a lot of people point out you every time you see pictures of andrew as a child like if you Mm. screenshot you can see him apparently the girl is either the same actress or very similar
0: okay okay so i was thinking does this represent his father or does it represent his future self now i I wouldn't go as far to say that i think that's actually him from the future because he doesn't look anything like him but certainly the idea that he's popping cocaine constantly and he's like so agitated and the question like i just i was like is this what he might turn into is this what he's worried about uh kind of thing but i did write down all the questions which repeat several times because he keeps lying and then eventually starts answering them honestly Uh, and the whole thing
1: scenes where you know where it's going it's like okay i know he's lying to all of these some of them we know definitively he's lying because we've seen yeah yeah and others it's like okay yeah the kettle's you
0: know the kettle's whistling louder and louder as it goes and it's intercutting quicker and quicker it's the idea of the tension rising until he eventually snaps and uh it let's it go. Also, I noticed that the little notebook that he was using, Mister Williams, was red. Which maybe I'm just in Twin Peaks mindset, but it was stuck out in the scene because everything else was very muted, and then this red notebook was I very. I mean, I
1: I strong. think that's fair. I mean, the the base operation you got red re- wheelbarrow.
0: Yeah, red wheelbarrows is the name of the operation.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, um, the amusement which park. Which is often why very as
0: well. Tyrell sent his message on a menu from Red Wheelbarrow to Elliot in season two makes yeah, sense it explains a lot of little bits and pieces doesn't yeah. it and i'd argue we didn't really need to know all these answers but i know some people love to get explanations for everything yeah i, I
1: think I, I honestly i was okay not knowing most of this stuff because i've got okay elliot has been a has been away with the with the dark army mm. he's been doing this stuff and now he's back and that was enough for me personally
0: yeah yeah it, it was it was fine for me but uh isn't i don't mind like, this is a, especially this one because it, it doesn't spell it out it's like oh right that's why he sent it on the, the menu you know, yeah. you can connect it yourself. but So, the questions he gets asked, and now this is one or two of them in the wrong order because I missed one or two of the first go round and then I picked them up when he said them again. So, that really matters because he repeated them multiple times. Uh, did you kill Sharon Knowles? was one, which is you know, first he said no. Uh, Do you love your wife? Yes. Uh, have you slept with anyone else? Uh, no. Now, he did later answer yes to that when he answered it truthfully, but then he asked a second question was, have you ever cheated on your wife? And he said no, which is actually true. Technically, because they, she knew about it. Like they, they were like kind of both, you know. Yeah, they were aware of all this. Yeah, they they were both sort of in and like him, like slipping his way to the top and everything else. So that statement, I mean, as odd I, as it I, sounds, I, makes a lot of sense. But yeah,
1: I mean, there there was some, you know, you know, I mean, the previously on actually showed him picking up the guy in the bar.
0: Yeah, but I mean, she may, she made know about but, that.
1: I assume she knew about yeah. it, but I just thought you know that wasn't to do with getting to the top. It was. Was it? Was that one? Yeah, he stole his phone and he put stuff in his oh, phone, Oh, yeah, he did the phone that one, yeah. I'm mixing that one up with no, There else. was a motive.
0: There was, it wasn't just... There was, yeah. It wasn't just sexy times, it was, it was motive. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. As opposed to the way he looks at Elliot, which is just sexy oh, yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sexy yeah, times. Uh, so yeah, uh, will you be loyal to me was kind of the final question each time. He also, you know, will you fire from E-Corp? And, you know, he, he was answering them almost all of them dishonestly until he eventually answered them all honestly. But the notable one, of course, is at the end where he says, will you be loyal to me? He says, no. And that's when, you know, the henchman, the, 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 this guy in the suit from Dark Army sort of walks in and he's like, all right, okay, he said no. Time to, you know, do whatever we're going to do because of that answer. He's got his head down
1: and he goes, but I'll always be loyal to Elliot. Yeah. And, so and the guy's like just, he just nods It's like that's good enough for us that'll do
0: ah yeah because they're all worshipping at the feet of Elliot I mean admittedly White Roars might be okay with them
1: getting killed as soon as he's finished whatever he's doing but but whatever it is they know, they're, they're all aware Elliot's integral so he's, you know he's a, he's going to be a player for a long time so it's fine it's like okay that's good enough that means he's, he's on board with the whole plan
0: yeah so no so, so we have uh we have, we have this scene. Uh, I wrote it down in the Red Book. Uh, Operation Red Burrow. There we go. Cool. Right. That's, that's 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 it. So, of course, he then asks again, you know, no one will tell me where Elliot is. Where is Elliot? And that's when we cut to him making the phone call, which we obviously we got the other side of in the prison uh, back near the start of Season 2. Uh, and I think what's fascinating about this is this does add so much to that scene because the smile on his face as he's, you know, he's like, is it really you?
1: yeah because in, in, the, in the in the prison last thing it kind of played like a taunt yeah it, it felt it like, oh it, i'm still out there sort it, of thing
0: yeah it, at the very least it felt mysterious and kind of where you, you ever got the impression that on the other side he was like nervous and like he was like so happy to hear his voice yeah
1: yeah whereas here it's like no i just want to let you know i'm still alive almost yeah yeah that's that's how it plays it's so different to what it was because the, the
0: call's being monitored so he doesn't want to just say who he is so the Bonsoir Elliot's yeah. kind of like a you know, you know it's that's like right. yeah,
1: you'll you'll know it's me. You know I'm all right. Yeah. Uh, well, that's going on.
0: Uh, we, we cut to cut to Irving. He's, he's got this big mug, this big travel mug that says number one dad on it, uh, which I didn't notice at the time. I was like, oh, I guess he maybe has kids. More on that later. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but you just see Tyrell like losing his shit in the background. He's like throwing the phone around. He's not happy. not a happy it, man.
1: You know, it's got the nice audio trick of you know he's listening to an audio book, whatever it is, and. Mm. And it's all muted in the background. was just doing what he, whatever he does, and then he kind of just takes one earphone out, and it all comes into focus. Yeah. Uh,
0: so that's that's what's going on. And um, basically, he's like, "Oh, you're stressed. You're agitated." and Obviously, I, I was just, I, I wrote down. He's distraught that Elliot doesn't remember or doesn't know. You know, like he's, he's he doesn't remember the connection they had, and obviously we know that why is because he's flipping between two characters. But yeah, he he's doesn't completely understand. out of it
1: at this point, season two. Yeah.
0: Uh, so, so Tyrell's upset about that, and Irving has this idea to take him out wood chopping. So they go outside, and he's like, hey, he's, he tries to show him how to chop wood, and it turns out that he, Tyrell already knows how to chop wood. He's like, I used to do this as a child, and I hated it. Yeah, because
1: he's Swedish, so of course he does. The do Swedish people, uh, just mm, a sweeping generalisation. Sue me.
0: I'm pro I'm pretty sure Sweden has cities where no one in their life has ever chopped
1: wood. Probably. I mean, it definitely does, don't be wrong, but just just go with it.
0: I was, just, I was just a really weird...
1: racist comment, I guess? <laughs> I don't know if I'd count it as racist. Come on, that's a bit harsh. St- <laughs> stereotypical, that I may have just invented the stereotype. I think you did, yeah. I might have done.
0: <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, um, so then we get a montage of him working on phase two. They give him a laptop and some stuff to work on. Uh, he's watching his kids, his baby, through a sort of hacked webcam or whatever it is, uh, in the house, and that keeps going for a little bit, really sort of happy, upbeat music's playing. Then we cut to Darlie and Cisco. I want to uh,
1: just no. talk about the edit. There's a few times go the go edit on. out of the woodcutting is amazing. Because oh, he's he's in the middle of the swing and as it comes down instead of getting the chop sound you get the, the bag zip ripping open on this one.
0: They did that a few times in this actually yeah. where there'd be like a mid swing and then it would cut to something else to sort of end the Yeah. The I've got
1: another one that I particularly like later on.
0: Yeah, yeah, they did that a few times. So because to Darlene and Cisco and it's this is when Darlene was training Angela to do the hack to break into the well not break in, but like go go up to that floor in the FBI. The heist the heist, yeah, and she's getting the Femme to Sell uh, device, she's giving it to him to go and, you know, put in the code, and he's done, and this was a really bittersweet scene, because he he's like, you know, why can't we just be like regular couples, like, and argue about this and look up, you know, trips mm-hmm. online well, and Budapest be was the, the place, yeah, and she kind of makes fun of him, Was like oh, I should never let you screw me, and he's like, he gets annoyed, he's like, oh, I'm just kidding, like, come on like, we're, we're in the middle of something big right now but then she's like, you know, but once this is done, yeah, we'll we'll look at Budapest. Like, and it's kind of this thing. Oh, maybe we do have a future as a couple after like we get through all this crazy stuff. And it's so bittersweet because she's given him this hope, and th- th- even for herself, she's like hopeful about this possible future. And I'm like, yeah. he's so dead.
1: Oh. Yeah, it's like we we've seen how how bad it ends for him.
0: Yeah, and you know, and it almost brings it into perspective a little bit, like just how how willing like, she is to work with the FBI to an extent. You know, you know beyond just keeping herself out of prison like yeah so like, you know it's, this is what kind they of revenge did
1: revenge for for him
0: yeah she she wants to take down the dark army she doesn't really want to do an elliot but she really wants to take down the dark army
1: yeah
0: uh so yeah so he, he goes back to uh, a car and irving's there Ir- irving again kind of like connecting him to things that were happening last season even though we never saw him uh, and just kind of points out like yeah stop caring about her she's protected you're not
1: uh I mean as we saw. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's 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 kind of on the nose because it's like, yeah, we we, we know we, we, we know how unprotected you are.
0: Yeah, yeah. but I think it it, it kinda of makes sense that uh like she she's off limits for, you know, Elliot's sister and yeah. you know, the work she's doing or whatever, but um, you know, he clearly spells it out and it it kinda of puts into light again, like towards the end of last season when, you know, they were having a little date and they were getting kinda of like you know, having the heart to hearts and talking about stuff is that like, mm-hmm. You get why he was being so reflective. He was kind of scared uh, as it went on. To be fair, Sisko was always pretty scared. He, he was never exactly a confident guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, he
1: was always there. Least amount possible.
0: Back to Tyrell. Uh, he puts in additional code in the, the Uh He's like, wait a minute, what's this malware on here? This is not part of our plan. There's extra things here that you want to do. So, you know, white Rose. Because of course there is, yeah. More motors. Uh, and then, again... He's frustrated. Why is Elliot not here? If he was here, we could be doing this in like half the time. We'd be so good together. <laughs> like that, that was basically
1: yeah, it. If Elliot was in the room, we'd be done by now.
0: Yeah. Like, so again, it's just like that. Um, but then the montage resumes and there's more more working on stuff, more like putting pins in his map, more all this stuff. And uh, In this particular montage, he sees the uh, the news about Joanna. A, that she may have a, a boyfriend and B, that she's uh, put in for a divorce in his yeah. absence. Uh, so, which sets up neatly the next bit, which uh,
1: is also the the next great edit from the from the woodcutting that I loved. You know, in in into the swing, and then it comes out into him sharpening the axe.
0: Yeah, he's sitting sharpening that. He's got a beard now. He's been there that long. Here's a bit longer. He's got a beard. He's all scruffy looking. Yeah, and. Irving shows up with some Swedish fish because he thinks that's funny. Um, it's pretty funny, to be fair. And he sees that Tyrell's uh, in, a, in a rough place. And he's like, "Oh, I guess you saw about Joanna's divorce. Don't read what you, you know, don't believe what you're in the tabloids. You know, they, 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 put Richard Gere through the through a hard time, and he's a damn fine actor. It's not wrong. <laughs> I guess I don't know. I've never really had much of an opinion on. I feel like Richard Gere's never uh, yeah. in movies that I would watch. He's always no, seems to be in no, other stuff." Uh, that said the one he brings up I think it was it Primal Fear I think he says um, I've not seen it I do believe that's about a character with like uh, different personalities though so mm, okay. need, need reference uh, uh, nice and relevant uh, so that's cool uh, but then so he's he's basically yeah trying to give him advice and Tyrell has some back with this he gives him some scripture which I noted down uh, no one who's been emasculated by crushing or Cutting this is me reading my handwriting here by the way. I'm not <laughs> like I'm just uh, uh, no one who's been emasculated by crushing or cutting may enter the assembly of the Lord. Which I just noted down next to that, hmm, back to thinking he's uh, in in the company of gods because of, you know, his work and dodging the bullet and everything yeah, else. Okay. Yeah. So he, he 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 doesn't want to take the easy way out. Like he's for him this is like no, this is all part of it. He has to go through with everything here. Like He's on his well mission. yeah
1: it, it's i mean that 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 sense there it, it's all about keeping your balls literally in in the scripture mm. whereas for him it's like no you know the, the idea of having balls to go through with something it's it's him kind of convincing himself that no he has to do this
0: yeah so then we have a an extended few sequences where he actually breaks out Not that he's really been held against his will per se but you know we, because we, we learned earlier on that he's on like The Dark Army owns all this land. Like They own acres and acres of land around this place. Yeah. and they, they have fences, they have guards. Oh, and all. you've
1: got the, the goons around every so often. Yeah. That was one of the other moments that cracked me up, where they're sat there in the masks watching the TV.
0: Yeah, that's pretty and funny. They did
1: both kind of turn and look at him at the same time and then turn back together. It's, it's kind of creepy. But... Yeah,
0: he puts on his hat, he puts on his sunglasses, uh, which he, he specifically asked Irvin to get, and he... Just goes wandering through the woods because obviously it's a big part of land. So he just wanders through the woods until he gets to somewhere out on the outskirts, and he ends up at a small store. Uh, and there's a there's a cop car there, and the cop comes out, and the cop looks over, and looks uh, kind of suspicious. And honestly, Tyrellis is his fault because he did this really awkward thing where he put his head kept, down as if he was trying to hide himself. And he kept looking
1: back, yeah. kind of looking at. Had he
0: just played it casually, like the beard and hat and glasses were more than enough to he, protect who he I was. Mean,
1: I could barely tell who he was, and I know who he was.
0: Yeah, it was the way he was looking at him, and it was like, yeah, of course the cop tried to come And as soon as you ran, it's like, okay, the cop knows you're running for a reason, so... Yeah. Like, yeah. So, we get caught. Now, I'm sure in the past we've uh, theorised that a certain someone at the FBI may or may not be working for the Dark Army. Yes. Uh, I don't know if specifically how deep... But I do remember... I vividly remember a discussion about him missing the, the shootout in... Yeah, I remember that. ...in China, because I, I remember talking about it, uh, and he brings that up here, so, yes, yeah, Sa- Santiago,
1: and I knew the whole time this cop was screwed. Like I, I, As soon as that like van pulls up, and, you know, pulls up at the front, it's like, and gunshot any second. Yeah, and the, the
0: camera's concealing who it is, so it's, it's going to reveal who it is. But even before that, even he was in the car, and he was like, oh, I need to get a selfie with you, I'm like, we know he never got caught, we know he stayed hidden, yeah. so this cop is doomed. This, this cop is dead, and sure enough... That's what happens.
1: Yeah, but he was—he was doing his thumb. He was determined to get out of there.
0: Oh yeah, Tyrell was breaking his thumb track
1: out, and, I, and I, it was kind of horrific to watch. It was—it was pretty
0: horrific. And all I could think it, about—it
1: it, was—it was funny. The actual moment of it wasn't that bad. It was the build-up that was yeah. kind of horrible.
0: Nah, the, the, that slow build-up to the thumb it, it feels. It's especially crushing when you know it was kind of
1: pointless he was getting yeah. saved in a minute anyway that, that, that was the whole thing i was like i know we know he has to get saved because he doesn't get caught so the whole time he's doing this i'm like maybe he gets himself out but i don't see it i'm kind of just waiting for him to get saved
0: yeah we know he's still with irving when we meet him again with elliot so it's not like yeah. he, he was a lone wolf separate from them when we meet him again so
1: right exactly
0: so Santiago's pissed at Irving, oh, I'm cleaning up your mess. Uh, there was one particular line about, oh, I had to solve a math, math puzzle to find this place. He didn't just tell me where it was. I thought it was amusing. Getting a little bit meta, maybe, unlike the show being kind of a puzzle uh, yeah. kind of thing. And then and then
1: eventually they just told us anyway. Yeah.
0: Uh, and then I, I like that he calls uh, Tyrell a weirdo as he walks out. He's, he's, he's pissed to deal with all this. He's worried about getting found out. People are suspicious. Or at least they're not suspicious, but he's under a lot of pressure and that leads to suspicion,
1: which yeah, leads to... Yeah, and he's aware that like, you know, he mentions the shootout, he's aware that it looks suspicious if anyone looks too deep into it. If things keep happening, they'll yeah. connect the dots. E- exactly.
0: exactly. Uh, so, Arvin had a couple of funny lines here, actually. He comes back after Santiago's left, and he comes back out, and he's like, hey, don't worry about that guy. He'll, and this line was particularly strange to me, he'll, he's this kind of guy that'll slice your throat when you fart. Yeah. That may be the most confusing line of dialogue this show's ever had. And that is saying something. <laughs> Do you think?
1: He would slice your throat when you fart. What does that mean? I, I I took it to be like, no, he'll overreact to everything sort of thing. He takes everything so seriously. It's like, you know, it's, it's yeah, oh, yeah, okay, you know, that annoys him. So he'll just, just deal with the problem. Okay. All right. So that's, that's kind of how I was taking it. Like, here, the way he kind of gets... He gets so annoyed at Tyrell. He's like, oh, "I'm, I'm, you know, I'm pissed. I've got to do this."
0: Okay, okay, I can actually kind of see what you mean there. I, I don't know. It just—it felt like such a weird sentence. It was to a me.
1: strange phrase. Don't get me uh, wrong. It, it was, was definitely super an odd specific.
0: Way of putting it. it was. Yeah, I was. This it is so specific. Why far? <laughs> like, I, I don't know. No,
1: no, I, I, I agree. It was strange, but I think that was the point.
0: All right. Okay. So Irving sits down and he tells him a story about his sons and his wife and how they left him and. He basically, put some after patient, he was a patient man, and because of that, he got his family back, and now his sons run up to him every night, and he assures Tyrell that you know you can fix this once you know once time has passed. If you're patient, you can fix your situation. You can be with your wife and son again, and yeah. So, on it's own, in this scene, like yeah, okay, he's telling, he's trying to like perk up Tyrell so that Tyrell will have the strength to like get through this waiting time. Uh, on its own, it's kind of just. What it is. Although I did note down after this that what Tyrell is really thinking is when he gets to see Elliot again. It's not his yeah. wife and son he's concerned about. He's like, oh no, but when do I get to see Elliot again, though?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's around this scene he mentions Elliot again. Like. Uh,
0: especially since um, El- earlier on, when uh, Joanna's brought up by Irving, he says that he needs to look strong again for her. He needs to look strong and appear strong and be strong in yeah. her eyes. And all I could wonder is, like, is he really talking about Elliot, though?
1: I I, I think definitely Elliot. Given when, when we will get to it in a little bit, but there's some some dialogue that kind of plays back to that.
0: Ah, don't don't rush you ahead. Right?
1: <laughs> this was the pondering at the time
0: in the scene, as does the notes dictate.
1: Yeah, but was again, it's one of these things where he didn't he didn't want to phone Joanna. He wanted to phone Elliot. Like it's so it's so much of this is yeah. everything is all about Elliot. So it kind of wasn't really that much speculation at this point, was it?
0: figure a speech, alright? <laughs> alright, um, next next scene. Uh, it goes straight to the car lot where uh, Bobby works, which by the way, I did note down actually that in the opening scene when he shows up he actually asks one of the henchmen, oh, how's the car treating you? And he's like, oh, good. Ah, see, I told you it would treat you like a dream. As yeah, it, just yeah, as yeah. a walk around, just really casually. He's selling all these henchmen cars. Uh, but basically, the, he's, uh, the guy who works for him uh, fail, failed to make a sale. And he comes up and says, here, take my take my travel mug here. Uh, it says, number one, dad. They see that, they'll think you're a father. And he even goes, but you don't have kids. It's like, Does it doesn't matter. They say, they think you're a goofy dad who's proud to be a father. And that makes you, you know, makes them comfortable in your presence. They trust you a little bit because mm. of that. And uh, he's like, okay, it's all about spinning a story. That's what you just did. And sure enough, it gets to his house and he's got like 10 like, of these cheesy mugs all kind of lined up. Like you know, ones that like, I love cats. Ones this one, you know, and they're all sort of things to make you feel like he's trustworthy because he's not yeah. like a serious guy. Uh, and I, th- I thought that was pretty pretty amusing. It's genius. Yeah, it turns out he's a, he's writing a novel. He uh, is. He's writing that romance novel. Uh, Meaty damn hands was the, the phrase in particular that I felt I need to write down.
1: It's an, uh, another odd choice of words.
0: I don't think he's got a future. I think I think his turn of phrase is a little bit too. Uh,
1: Oh, I mean, maybe if he slips in some slitting throats while they fart, it'll be a bit more interesting.
0: <laughs>
1: maybe.
0: Maybe. Uh, it, it does make me wonder, though, like how much of a sociopath this guy is like he's so good at just like pretending to be something to try and like make someone, you
1: know. That's it cuz when he I mean the, the mug on its own is like if, as a sales technique it's like okay, I get it. The, but it's when he's specifically talking to Tara he's so convincing.
0: Yeah. The the only the only truth in that entire story is that he's going home to watch Big Brother. That was the only bit of truth in the entire thing. Uh yeah. and it makes me wonder like how much of what he is as an act. Like the way he looks and dresses, like he has a very specific look. He almost looks like he's a, uh, like from the 80s.
1: Yeah, he's he's a used car salesman. That's what he looks like.
0: Yeah, but even the haircut and the mustache. is like no, no, I agree. Very eighties, and then that, the, and the
1: glasses.
0: He's created a persona. Like, how much of this is really him, and how much of it is just calculated?
1: Probably most of it.
0: So, no. So, so then we actually get a small scene with Leon uh, in the prison, uh, and it's quite short and simple. You know, Irving's just there to check up. Uh, he wants to know how it's going. And uh, Leon's very kind of pleased. Oh yeah, I got to stab a bunch of neo Nazis. That was that
1: was yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, this this is another one of those that feels like okay, this is this is because it's relevant. It is relevant. It shouldn't be relevant, but it is relevant. It is. It's like it's like yeah, You know, I, I feel bad about taking life. life's sacred, but yeah, there were neo Nazis. It was yeah. fun. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. so yeah. So that was basically the scene. No, that, was, that was pretty much it. Oh yeah, he's he's getting out. That's fine. Uh, yeah, yeah. Which it's leads like, to. Irving coming to Tyrell and telling him that Elliot's getting out. And the moment it happens, Tyrell drops his axe, big grin on his face, and it's really dreamlike music that plays. It's this very, you know, almost xylophone kind of thing comes in, like, very happy and dreamy. Like, yeah. This is what he's been waiting for. He's so happy about this. Uh, Also, as he's leaving the scene, uh, as he's packed, he looks back, he has a sort of contemplative look back to the room, like, where he's spent these
1: last like however many months. Mm. Uh, Just... On, on the music, you mentioned it there. There's it does it a lot this episode specifically, where it'll cut off really short and suddenly, mm. usually with a door or something like that slamming. It's done it did a couple of times with the axe, but it's it's mostly with a door shutting. Yeah. And as it shuts, it cuts off. It's a real. It's usually a really unnatural breaking point. It just stops dead. And it did it here, and I'm, I'm kind of going, is it is it the idea that, you know, his, his relation, it, it's doomed to end too early.
0: maybe maybe i i don't know if that's maybe reading into
1: it uh too much <laughs> yeah maybe i because it had been happening every so throughout the episode but that that conversation was the I, one I, I think i had to note it down i
0: wouldn't read it as a predictive thing i would read it more about sort of showing his mental state and how quickly his mood kind of like starts and stops mm. and changes maybe like, yeah, it could you know, be because because it, 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 it more than anything else it affects the flow, doesn't it? So it, it cuts yeah, the yeah, flow yeah. short. So it's the idea that he kind of like his mood will completely get better once Elliot's mentioned, but then it'll completely go away because we cut ahead and I don't, I don't know.
1: Mm. Um, I, I wonder if it's to do with you know, the the obsessiveness. Like he he's kind of getting distracted by Elliot mm. in, in the sense that so he's on track, he's on track, and then Elliot pops into his head and everything just stops.
0: Yeah, I can, I can totally see that. That makes yeah. complete sense. So he's taken to what I'm now calling the Phase 2 headquarters because I, I we were struggling to give a name to that last week. So I've just I've named it the Phase 2 headquarters. Let's right. do it. And so they, they, come, they come in and they show him around. And by the way, the guy who lets them into this place in the elevator is always eating. Every single time he's let someone in this building, he's always eating something. Small touch, but whatever. Uh, so he's in, he looks around, he's like, it's perfect, he will love it. Is it just me, or does that sound like someone buying their, their you know, their, their, their house. partner house? Yeah. yeah, it does. That's exactly what it sounds like. Oh, he'll love it. It's the best.
1: Yeah. It, it's it's kind of, it, it, it really is. And it's one of these things where it's like, so it, it's, like you said, it's, it's like I say, it's all sweet, but it's so unrequited that it can only end badly, or presumably it will get very manipulative from Mr. Robot. I, uh, I have to assume.
0: I, th- I think manipulation is where I see it going. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, perfect... I couldn't believe that line. I was like, oh, that is... That is, per- that is a perfect line yeah. to, to get that across. Uh, Irving gives him the gun back and actually points out that he's fixed it, but, like, the next shot would have blown his head straight off.
1: Yeah, it would, have take, it would have taken whoever's fired it. It would have taken their hand off as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, it would have completely, you know, messed anyone in the vicinity out of it. Yeah. Uh, and I was just kind of funny that, like, had Mr. Robot taken that second shot, this would all be over, uh... But, you know, yeah. again, the idea of fate, maybe, is what comes in there. Like, you know, it was destined to not happen, if you want mm. to go down that So, they, they take them to a hotel, uh, which is called the Fukan Hotel,
1: which made yes, me laugh I, a lot. I noted that down as well, just because it gave me a chuckle when I saw the name.
0: Because I'm thinking, what accent does that sound like you're swearing in? It's like scouse right?
1: Yeah, yeah, no, you're right.
0: You you fucking bastard! Like I can just yeah. hear the accent. That's not I, I can't do it, but like that. that. No, no, I, I I can hear it. Yeah. Also, I noticed the address was two six one, which might mean absolutely nothing, but I noticed it, so I just wrote it down in case the numbering. This becomes... is this
1: is with still leftover Twin Peaks mode. I think wrote down is, every that. number.
0: I think that's what it that is. Yeah. Uh, I also noticed there was a really creepy photo in the lobby, like what the big sort of like painting or whatever that was. Like as you walked past it, it was like a woman's face, but there was these like red strings like put over the top of her face. It was yeah. really creepy. Was uh, and again, if we're going with the idea with red being an important colour, like the book earlier on, like it stuck out in the scene because everything else was you know pale and whites and stuff, and then there was this bright red sort of part of the painting. I, I thought
1: it was interesting that you know the the red was obscuring the vision from either direction, mm. like you couldn't see uh, we in Twin Peaks we spoke a lot about how red was the colour that was the direction, you know, it was you know what you wanted to see, here whereas it's here it's hiding things. Yeah, red seems to be the disguise, you know, red, red wheelbarrow. Yeah. yeah,
0: and the, the book was hiding the, the truth. That's the alias for the operation, so no one yeah. knows what it is, but yeah. Oh, that's, that's, that's uh, that tracks, that tracks. So I to the up to the, the the hotel suite and I was like, okay, you're waiting here, Guy'll come tell me, you're going in, like, I was like, oh yeah, that's the cab ride that we got at the end of season 2 obviously that's where it links up. But he's like, I need my suit. And he's like, no, you shouldn't wear your suit because you know, people will recognise you. Because that's the thing, the beard's actually quite a good disguise. Like People are less likely to clock yeah. that it's him. Uh, unless he looks suspicious, as we discussed earlier. And he's like, no, I need my suit. He's like, okay, it's in your wardrobe. And it's like, I need to look my best for him.
1: Yeah, it's if, so if, telling, is it? If,
0: if this wasn't clear already, if you weren't getting the fact that he is in love with Elliot or Mr. Robot, we can debate which one in a bit when we finish the episode. Yeah, but, Like... This is it. Like he
1: he is and he wants to look his best for him. How you could not be getting it when he literally said I love you to him? Uh, that's that's fair. That's fair.
0: But even then though like that could be like a spur of the moment thing. It could be just feel over emotional. Uh, okay. I get but I get the fact that it's been months now and it's like he's like no I need to shave. I need to look my best and when I say look at the best like I don't necessarily think he means it in a sort of I need to be attractive for Elliot. I don't think cuz it's not that relationship. No,
1: he needs to put the appearance in the that he expects. He needs to look like he's yeah. supposed to.
0: He needs to look like Tyrell. He needs to look yeah. strong, as we said earlier. And that's, you yeah. know, he comes in the car and he's got the suit on. He's, he's all, you know, shaving.
1: He's got to look like nothing's changed. Like he's completely unfazed. Like he's yeah. not been through anything.
0: Exactly, exactly. So that's Taxi from, taxi from uh, the S2 finale, uh, or actually maybe the end of the second last episode, but either, either way. Yeah. Uh, there.
1: I, I, I do want to point out, you know, he said he wants to look his best. He chose a blue tie with a blue shirt. I thought that was strange. Why, why would you do that?
0: Taste, subjective. Uh, d- uh,
1: no, no, don't don't colour match your shirt and tie. You you want your tie to you know you want to have some stand out. That's that's the point of wearing a tie. It's it's something to be decorative and add something to it, not not just blend in.
0: I think some blood would be really decorative on your face.
1: With fair. spare, <laughs> but it might just blend in with all the with all the ginger. it
0: might, it uh mate, mate, yeah. Uh, so we get to what what turns out to be the finale. We really gunshot because we know where this goes. Obviously, we've seen it yeah, all. Yeah, we don't uh, need to uh, see it all again. End uh, end the season two, and. He's been operated on. We see Elliot. They've got some doctors in operating him. They've made like a makeshift, like, you know, hospital room there. And they're working on it. It's a very disgusting shot, actually. They're in his intestines uh, looking for the bullet. Looks good. Good, but disgusting. Uh, the, the, the sound me. of the pumps sucking out the excess blood as they're looking for it was just, like oh, this is just
1: whatever. <laughs> let's move. It's amusing that this does not bother me at all. I don't, think, I don't understand. Like, you go, oh, it looks disgusting. I'm like, oh, it's fine.
0: That's close up. See, see when it's like someone gets, their, like in a horror movie, when it's like someone gets cut in half and all, it all falls out. I think that's great. I love it. But,
1: but even the, this, I was like, oh, this looks great.
0: When it's like close up like this and it's medical, it's like, no. But see when it feels clinical, that's when it loses all, all of its appeal to me.
1: Fair enough.
0: <laughs> loses all of its appeal. Anyway, so Angela's there. So, and we know that Tyrell called her uh, season two finale. She's there. And she's she's the one taking control, like you know. He's, yeah, I, he's going to go over and talk to him, and she's like, "No, no, I'll take care of this. I I know what I'm doing." I,
1: I thought this was really interesting. Obviously, we got Irving. You know, when he got out into his, his into his car, he was like, you know, he phoned. He was like, "Right, get me Angela." Yeah. And I I didn't realise just how involved she was already at this point.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Uh, she she seemed to go you know straight there because we we saw her get that phone call at the end of yeah. season two. Um, and Tyrell's worried about him he's really upset because like, he kept saying that he didn't remember me or, or am I real like you know why would he say that Why would he, we, we, we've we got a special bond We like why would, why would he ever say that it was like he was a different person and Angela's like right Tyrell we have to gonna, have a chat we're
1: gonna, gonna, gonna have to tell him the truth here we
0: yep. have to have a chat uh, and we end with this fantastic little horror movie s shot where Elliot looks like he's waking up and he's looking down, like, sort of down in the bed, like, towards Tyrell. And Tyrell's looking back. It cuts back to Elliot. And it's like a slasher movie type sort of slice and it quickly cuts to Mr. Robot instead in the bed smiling and then it ends yeah. credits. And it's like, it's and this is the fascinating thing. It's like, which one's he actually in love with? Is it Mr. Robot or is it Elliot?
1: That's it because obviously he talks about that first meeting and, you know, he had that bond. Which we know at the time was Elliot. In in the because you know when he came in, it was uh, he came into the office when Elliot was working his why day job. Why do you
0: why do you think that's the first meeting?
1: Oh, okay, that's fair. I Uh, I, I it seemed like the first meeting to me.
0: No, go back and watch that again. The, the the tone is very weird. It's like he, oh, he sure. I could actually buy that he's already met Mister Robot and he thinks he knows like, who Elliot is, so he's. Like if you go back and watch that scene again, it, it's got a really weird tone to it. It's as if he's pretending it's the first meeting.
1: No, that's, that's fair. I, I I was just thinking, cause obviously, at that point, the plan isn't that underway. Tyrell's not really involved with any of it yet. I don't think there had been any reason for him to have met Mr. Robot at that point.
0: Uh, wasn't it implied that they were already working in some capacity? Because uh, remember that he comes and meets them later on in the season. They're in the Lundle together. Uh
1: yeah, I, I assume that had happened since that meeting, though. For some reason, I don't know. Uh,
0: yeah, I mean, maybe. But I, I, I kind of get the impression that he actually met Mister Robot already before this. Okay, that's fair. Uh, so I, I, I think is I think he knows Mister Robot first, uh, mm. and obviously he's unaware of the split personalities at this point. Obviously, Angela's filling him in, and I think it'll be interesting to see how Tyrell reacts to that. Like, what? Like, does yeah?
1: He... W- which time was who?
0: Yeah, and does he? Because the funny thing is, we've seen him spend time with more, more with Elliot than Mister Robot. But obviously, the, all the times that Tyrell seems to like lust after and the ones that he's, he talks about finally, and like, we've got a purpose, all seems to be Mister Robot.
1: Yeah, and a lot of it's been in relation to the plan, which was Mister Robot. Hmm.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, no, it's fascinating. Uh, like I say, I, I think from uh, in terms of like, all the little details that this kind of like tied up, in like, all these loose ends that it filled in. That was all fine. I didn't really feel like I needed to know most of them, though. What made this interesting for me was how much Tyrell loves Elliot. How much he cared so deeply about getting back to him, and that yeah. was what was good for me in this episode. I, I
1: think we've we've mentioned before how he's kind of had this bit of an obsession, but yeah. it's, it's always been, like I say, it's always been subtext up till now. Uh, so we've always kind of, there's been this kind of soft assumption that it was kind of okay, there's a bit of an obsession going on, but I didn't think it was anything to this degree. I didn't think it was quite this strong. But yeah. obviously, I think that was the point. You know, this was months away, and every time it was like, "How's Elliot? Where's Elliot?" You know, it's all he was thinking about.
0: Yeah, it's, it's great. Uh, well performed. It's actually kind of funny to see so much of Tyrell because we got all you know next to nothing of him for all. It of really two. does
1: feel like okay. You it you wanted Tyrell. Here's <laughs> Tyrell.
0: Yeah, so Tyrell's back as a main character. You got an episode devoted entirely to him. And now uh, we can yeah. we can keep going from
1: here, uh, with wherever we're going to go. So, okay, uh, I like the episode because you know, like I say, it's 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 nice seeing these things. Yeah, well, it is. It's it's definitely uh, in in some sense a little bit weaker in that it's okay. It's very straightforward. It's just here's some answers. It doesn't tease a lot of things like any of the others do.
0: It's not as tantalising. It did not have like the you know the therapy scene from last week, for example, or the scene where like we find out Angela's is yeah. working with Mister Robot
1: and not Elliot from the week before. It doesn't have those big kinda of moments. I mean, it, it feels different to like every episode of the show though. Every episode feels like it's even though when it's giving us answers, it feels like it's teasing other things. Whereas this doesn't necessarily feel like it's teasing a lot. It's like, no, here's what things are. Here's here's a kinda of catch up. Here's the state but, of play right now.
0: But again, it is teasing characters things though. It's teasing it is, yeah. Tyrell. Like this is this is a purely character driven episode. And yeah. some people will be thrilled they're getting all these loose ends tied up. I mean I don't really care about the worst of these loose ends. I feel like we'd kinda of, We'd reached conclusions on a lot of them just kind of through talking about them.
1: Yeah, I I, I kind of felt like we were uh, past them because I I don't think we learned really anything new in terms of plot. No. And I thought, because we'd we'd seen the the start point of all this stuff and then we'd seen the end game and the stuff in the middle almost didn't matter for most of it. It only matters to Tyrell. As a plot, it doesn't.
0: I think Zhang having an influence on the talk show maybe was the one
1: completely new thing. That's true, yeah.
0: Um, but everything else was kind of just yeah it's just kind of what we figured anyway but yeah. hey uh, still very enjoyable episode um, directing was on point as always acting was on point yeah uh, you know Ty- Tyrell was uh, not knocking it apart I should actually use the actor's name not Tyrell because that makes more sense and where the hell is his name you'd think he'd be in the top chunk of yeah people, y- you would wouldn't you? think that
1: but that would be too easy
0: you wouldn't yeah. instead he's underneath hamburger man uh uh martin Wallstrom, uh or wallstrom uh is his name yeah. yeah he was doing great in this episode it was, it was, it was, i mean this was his chance to shine because he, he got he's been missing for so long and obviously he was in the first episode of the season and he was in the season finale last year but this was like no like okay you've missed so much work because we wrote you out most of the season here here's a episode of here's, it, here's to a here. season's
1: worth of work that you've got to pull off yeah uh, and, and that's what it was it was like we were paying you all of last season because you were a series regular show, so we were paying you and you didn't do really anything <laughs> so this year we're making you, you you're doing double time mate
0: yeah uh, so no uh, it, was, it was very very enjoyable in those senses so I, I don't want to sound like I'm down on it because I'm really not I had a, a blast and when I watched it a second time for my notes I think I enjoyed it even more than I did the first time
1: that's it I, I still think it was a great episode I just think it's one of those where it doesn't leave me afterwards going oh what next
0: yeah, so I'm excited to get back to the the, the current plot next next week yeah. and see where we're going. But uh, it was a it was a bit of a diversion, but a nice character diversion all the same. So uh, there you go. Let us know what you thought of the episode in the comments below. Like, subscribe, all that stuff. Get us on Twitter at mail first for child updates. Oh, uh, one minor correction. Uh, we did we had actually seen last week. We were talking about how you know excited we were that we were seeing Elliot or uh, Rami Malek portray Mister Robot like uh, as him. Yeah. Uh, we did technically see that before yeah uh, back at this, the start of the season 2 finale we we did get a scene oh uh, yeah okay uh, remember there was a lot of sky above them which yeah. admittedly doesn't narrow it down for Mr Robot but this was an extreme <laughs> amount of sky above them
1: no I, I recall yeah uh, still though uh, we definitely haven't got as much of it as this
0: oh absolutely absolutely because even here at the end like before it cuts to mr robot like it, it played with that moment of
1: i i do love that moment because elliot's out of it he's like well kind of like what's going on and mr robot he just seems so alert he's looking at going i can use this hmm. just in that one moment
0: so so there we go so uh, yeah uh, likes subscribe stuff let us know what you thought uh if you want to support the channel head over to patreon.com slash fuzz tv you can do that over there Uh, get some bonuses and stuff but otherwise that is it so thank you once again for watching keep watching tv we'll see you next time have you got any vanilla